internet brand strategist Sandra Beck interviews top business coaches, speakers, authors, and thought leaders to bring you the best business tips, tricks, and techniques to give your idea the best possible chance for success. From writing your first novel, to telecommuting from home, to taking your small business to infinity and beyond. Now here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey everybody, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Carrie Tepidino and we're going to be talking about something that I'm hearing from my audience is really plaguing, especially our working women, our moms that work both in and out of the house, not to say stay-at-home moms don't work, but that are juggling kind of two different mindsets. You know, we kind of all got into that kids at home routine, kids going to school. Now we're hybridizing. Some kids are back in school. My kids are back in school only half day, which is a total nightmare because then they're out at noon. Who's done at noon says no one ever. Um, But one of the things that I'm hearing Carrie is that these moms have goals of writing books. They want to create a podcast. They want to do something, but they're kind of so fried from COVID. They're getting their kids up to speed. Sports are opening up. Their work is starting to stabilize. Some of them are hybridizing work in the office. And, you know, those things are starting to get back to normal. But what I'm hearing is women are so fried that they don't have an ounce to give towards their personal goals. And that could be weight loss. That could be fitness. That could be writing a book or a podcast or getting back into painting the things they love. They're just, they're like human large adrenal glands. They're completely exhausted and there's nothing left. I totally get it. I totally get it. Well, first of all, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And, um, and I'm telling you, ladies, I get it, sisters. I really get it. I get it for everybody who's listening to us. Um, and, you know, I was just sharing with Sandra, I just had two twins and they're just, you know, a, a few months old. They're going on 12 weeks. And and I have a six-year-old who I've been homeschooling and I have, I'm running a seven-figure business and my health and my marriage and all that stuff. So I really get it. And so this is, this is what I do know to be true. And it is going to be counterintuitive like crazy. And, uh, and it's going to be difficult to follow through in the beginning, but you will love me. You will love yourself for this is that I'm going to say, no matter what, figure out how to give yourself you time first thing in the morning, first thing in the morning. Because we all know that you're going to get busy. There's going to be distractions and, um, and you're going to get, it's going to get complicated and it's going to be a lot harder to hold that space for yourself, your family, homeschooling, your business, your budding book proposals, all that stuff. It's going to be so much more difficult if you put this off to even the afternoon, because by that time, something else has come up. And, um, just really quickly before I give you back the floor, I just like to share a personal example, if that's okay. Of course go. Okay. So it was, um, once I got the okay from my doctor, which is about six weeks, that six weeks postpartum that I could, um, exercise again, what I do now, and hopefully this inspires some of you. What I do is I do the last breastfeeding of, you know, the night, which is around 5am and that lasts, you know, a little while. And then I'll pump, put two bottles next to my husband's bedside table. And I put on my sneakers and I just head out the door. 
and I don't let anything stop me. And there's a lot of things that could stop me before I get out that front door. You don't think like, this is what I'm hearing you say. This is a big thing for me. Don't Mm -hmm. think there's no decision-making should I, or shouldn't I, it's just like an automatic response, like a sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Just do it. Get out of get out of the house. So another thing is, so for what I do is we live on the beach. So I go and I do a nice beach run and I'm back. I'm back. And before my husband even leaves for work, I mean, I've had a full day by 7 a.m., you know, as, but it's all self-care. It's meditation. It's running. It's um, intention planning. And, you know, for the day, it's all of that. And so I literally feel like I've slayed dragons by 7, 7.30 a.m. And then I can take on the day. It's, okay. it's like I have filled my cup. I'm not working from a cup half empty. I'm working from a cup that is so overflowing. It's in the saucer and I'm giving from the saucer. Right. So there is always a way to make this happen. You just what it is, is it's really asking yourself, what am I more loyal to? Am I more loyal to being exhausted and being put on the back burner? Or am I loyal to like crushing this day and hitting my goals and getting that chapter written and getting that podcast episode done and whatever our friends here are focused on and really wanting it's, you know, do a check-in with where your loyalties are. Well, and let me ask you like what time, I'm just curious. Cause I, I, am a big, I'm a big proponent of success leaves clue cl- clues. You clearly mm-hmm. you're doing something right. So, mm-hmm. so if, if I were to do this, let's say, you know, like get out of bed at, at five in the morning and you know, I'm a, I'm a biker. So I will, I'll ride my bike. I go on my bike ride, you know, and I come back and then I, you know, get like blown into family, blown into work, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. What does your night look like? Like I get the morning routine, share with me a night routine. Routine. So like all of our middays are this roughly the same. We go to work, we run around after kids, we pick up puke and right. we take care of the dogs, like, you know, take care of our bosses, same thing, like the whole right. thing, but <sighs> dinner time comes, you do dinner. And then what happens? Get, walk me through your night. I love this conversation. Thank you so much for bringing it up. Um, we are really big on what we call AM and PM ritual. Carrie, I'm just going to jump in here for a second because now is a good time to thank our sponsor. And if you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like a never-ending cycle of debt. And Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. I mean, doesn't that sound great? Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. So whether it's paying off credit cards or consolidating your high-interest debt or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. And unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan, and there's no prepayment penalty. So with this five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000, and you can receive funds in as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash coach talk. That's Upstart dot com slash coach talk. And don't forget to use our Earl to let them know that we sent you. Now you need to know that loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided on your loan application. So I want you guys to go today to upstart.com slash coach talk. That's upstart.com slash coach talk. 
Now, Carrie, we were talking about morning routines, and you have a different way of thinking about morning routines. We actually call it rituals versus routines because it brings like a sense in our community with the women we support because it brings a sense of sacredness to the act, right? Yeah. Rituals is like, oh, Nice. Like I get to connect into me here. Right. And, uh, and so I have clear AM rituals and PM rituals for me. Um, you know, of course I'm in a very different season of my life with two newborns than most people, but I go to bed with my babies. So when I can get my babies down, whether, you know, I would love, I love us all to be in bed by eight 30 and like asleep by like nine, nine 30. So, um, cause I'm a huge believer in getting seven to eight hours of sleep minimum. I really am. Carrie, I'm just going to hop in here for a minute because I really want to thank our sponsor today. Our sponsor today is Best Fiends and you guys need to run, not walk, like literally go to Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play and download this five-star rated puzzle game and it's friends without the R Best Fiends. Now I've been playing Best Fiends for my gosh, like 18 months now and I'm way over 300 levels, which makes me kind of super proud of myself. Um, I like Best Fiends because it feels like you've gone to the beach. Like I'm from Southern California and I'm, I'm living 30 minutes from the beach and you know, you hear the waves crashing, you start to relax, you're just in a groove. That's just what it feels like when you fire off a couple rounds of Best Fiends. And right now they are doing this awesome aerobics and you have 10 challenges to get to this aerobic tantrum. Now I haven't gotten there yet, but you collect weights and you get to spin the fiend of fortune, which I have to tell you, I get a super big kick out of these games because their characters are cute. The music is fun. And every time I flip on my phone, there's something new and interesting. And so right now I'm doing this awesome aerobics because I'm a spin instructor. I think it's like super extra cool. But so you get to spin this fiend of fortune and then you get to open gifts from friends. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different ways you can uh, collect collect these weights. And um, I just really love this game and I know that you will love it too. And I've been playing it, like I said, for 18 months and it is so much more fun than the other matching puzzle games out there because you get to develop like a relationship with these characters and with thousands of fun puzzles to solve, there's something new every day. And the puzzles are challenging. I'll be honest. Some of the ones are really hard, but they're not so hard that they're frustrating. They're just hard enough that when you finish it and you achieve a level, you're like, yeah, I did it. I got it. Um, and the really fun part is that you get to strategically team up with each character based on their special abilities and you can gain extra points and you can level up your fiends. And there's just so much about this game to love. So I really want you to give it a try and let me know if you love it as much as I do. So download this five-star rated puzzle game, Best Fiends Free, today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's Friends Without the R, Best Fiends, Friends Without the R, Best Fiends. You will be so glad you did. It's like a little seaside vacation in your pocket on your smartphone. Well, we're talking today with Carrie Torpedino. And, you know, Carrie, we are talking about sleep. And sometimes I do fire off a few rounds of Best Fiends when I can't sleep. But sleep is so important for so many reasons. 
that is when we, we refresh, we realign, you know, it's just, um, it's so necessary for our central nervous system, lowering our stress levels, our cortisol levels, our, you know, stress levels, all of that. So I, I am in bed early. I'm in bed early. I don't, you know, but this is the thing, Sandra, I used to want to wear that badge of honor of, oh, I'm going to stay up all night and write one more email or fold all my laundry or finish, finish the season of sex in the city. Or, you know, like I used to be that person too. And, uh, and I just realized it's just not really worth it. So I'm going to give you the alternative, like what happens when you do that? Okay. Because Mm -hmm. I'm a single mom. I care for my 87 year old dad. I run a multimedia company, have 25 employees. I also have two children. I'm soul supporting. And I just Mm -hmm. finished 12 months of cancer treatments for stage three C. And I can tell you like my own little like empirical Petri study with my iPhone and my (laughs) Apple watch is prior to getting my diagnosis And my doctors said, you know, you're exhausted, your adrenals are exhausted, like everything is exhausted. And so 14 months ago, when I got this diagnosis, I changed everything. Mm -hmm. I started to get my straight eight, like simple straight eight, like I'm going to at least get eight, maybe I'll get 724, or maybe I'll get 830. But on a weekly average, I get my straight eight. And that was not something I thought I was an inexhaustible resource that I could just, I'm superwoman. Sure. Mm -hmm. I can run this company. Sure. I can do this podcast. Sure. I can travel. Sure. I can. Sure. I sure. I sure. I sure. Until I couldn't. Right. Yeah. I found myself getting chemotherapy with a bunch of old people because the disease that I got was something that usually strikes old people. And I'm like, what a shock, Carrie. I burned myself out. Like I ran, you know, 88 years in a 40 year old body and what a shock. And so if you don't slow down, you will be slowed down. You go down. Yeah. You go slow down. You go down. (laughs) Yeah. So now I go down or go down. There's some good little, little, uh, mantras. We should be writing these down on our post-its, right? Like these are great. You're so funny. I'm like here with my orange one. I'm like, slow down or go down. I'm here with my blue one, (laughs) writing them down. I was laying in bed going, well, I'm not really super tired. It was about nine o'clock and I was flipping through and I'm like, you know what? I should watch an old sex in the city because they're always so much fun. Like they stand the test of time. Uh, They are timeless. I know. I know. You know, but I'm thinking, no, you have to go to sleep. Didn't you learn anything, you know, when you were like the big things that I learned, Carrie, you know, and I've been doing this on my own for a long time, not to say I don't have a boyfriend, but I don't have a husband. I don't have that traditional setup and we don't cohabitate. I'm not a big cohabitator. So um, I learned three things. Get your straight eight, Mm -hmm. clean hydration Mm -hmm. and move. I don't Mm -hmm. care what you do to move, whether you swim, you bike, you walk, you know, sometimes during COVID when the parks and everything were closed, I was literally walking around my property. Then I'd go up, down the stairs, around the pool and then back up and just kept moving um, because it's really simple. Sleep, clean hydration and clean hydration is just plain clean water. Right. you know, I do do tea, I do green tea, I do. And sometimes I do, you know, different coffee drinks and stuff. But I get a ton of clean hydration every day. And Mm -hmm. when you look at me before and after, Mm -hmm. I'm like a whole different health. And then the other thing that's weird is when I look at my stats on my iPhone for my workouts and everything like this, 
what a difference. I am more productive. My income has doubled. Like who does that? People who just serve themselves. That's who. Yeah. And let's even speak into that. And because that's part of the piece that's counter and, in, in, you know, counterintuitive. And uh, with all, you know, the women that I'm helping, it's the same thing. We talk about time management and energy management. And when you really start to focus on yourself and you're stepping in your potential and you feel on top of your game, it, you, you cut out the fluff. There's a higher tendency to cut out the fluff and waste time and you become much more efficient with your time because the truth is 24 hours is actually a lot of time. It is. It's a lot of time. But what happens is we, we have so much, most people have so much fluff and distraction time and all that within it that um, like, if you get all of that out, it's like, oh my gosh. And I can spend four hours being present with my family without looking at my iPhone every day. And I can do an hour to myself, two hours to myself every day and still have time to work eight hours or whatever else is important to you. Right. Um, I, I had a mentor, his name is Jesse Itzler. I worked with him years ago. He's married to Sarah Blakely who, who started Spanx. And what he taught me is he taught me the 24 hour pie chart. And it's like, and I don't know if he invented this. I'm sure I'm not sure, but I'm going to give credit where credit's due from myself. And so you just make a big, you take out a big piece of paper. All our friends can do this right now. Take out a blank piece of paper, draw a circle. That's your pie. And you put at the top 24 hours and immediately take, put one slice of the pie and put eight hours sleep. Just do it off the top of, just do it off the top, right? And then most of us probably work seven to eight hours in our businesses or going to our jobs and do, that's another eight hours, yeah, right? And I'm here with that thing, because I want to talk about that eight hour with business, because this is something I figured out with my okay. activity. Yeah. You can block out eight hours for your business, but I want you to block out your work hours, because quite frankly, when I did something like this, but I did it linear with an Excel spreadsheet, because I'm a big whopping nerd. um, (laughs) I found that I really only work two and a half hours in the morning, Mm -hmm. and two and a half hours in the afternoon of my workday. Then I looked, I'm like, I'm kind of screwing around on email. You know, I can take an hour and read through email. I'm reading newsletters. I'm not really working. I'm answering an email like every six, seven minutes, Yeah. but I'm going to challenge the eight hour workday because I don't know anybody who works a straight eight and I'd love you to try to work a straight four or five and then look where the rest of the time goes, because is it walking to the water fountain? Is it cruising on social media? Is it just sitting there going, I'm so tired for 15 minutes. I've done that. Like I just literally <laughs> sat there. Like, I'm so tired for 15 minutes. But productivity hours mm-hmm. very different than work hours. So I just wanted to jump in and throw that in because that was a big aha for me. Yeah, that's cool. And I love to I love to share something on that. But first, very quickly, so we can complete this yeah. with the pie chart. So basically, let's say eight hours sleep, put whatever hours you have for work, whatever that is for you, and then um, designate however many hours that you want for your family, your self-care time, I would say a minimum of one hour self-care and build up on that because you'll realize you actually have more white space in your calendar than you think right now. um, Once you become more efficient and just see like there's, you will be surprised by how much 
24 hours actually is. And it was a shock to me until I actually saw that in, you know, on a pie chart. Um, In regards to what you were saying, I love that. So one thing that we teach is the Mm 60-60-30. Have you heard of it before? That where you go 60 minutes and then another project, 60 minutes and a 30 minute break. Yeah, pretty much. So um, I'm a big nerd too. I love studying the brain. And, uh, and so what you do is you do 50 minutes of like, let's say, let's say it's your emails. Okay. So you have to get through your emails today. So you dedicate 50 minutes of that first 60 to reading your emails. And then, and you set an alarm on your phone. When your alarm goes off, no matter what you're doing, you just stop And you take 10 minutes to go do, like if that was something that was really like kind of a brainy activity, reading your emails, then go do something for 10 minutes that's physical. Go full laundry or go walk around the block or do something that uses a different part of your brain. And then when your 10 minutes goes off, you set another 50. And let's say this time you're 50, you're dedicating it to doing something that is more physical. Maybe you have to get your gardening done. So you go and you garden for 50 minutes and this, your alarm goes off, you set it for 10 and you do something that's going to use a different part of your brain, which maybe now you go read emails for 10 minutes. Right. And, uh, and then the 30 is you take a good 30 minute break, you know, eat a nice organic light lunch or whatever, get hydrate. Absolutely. Move your body. Maybe that's where you exercise. And what the research shows is that when you use the different parts of your brain like that, like you switch back and forth, you, um, you become so much more productive and it doesn't wear on your energy levels the way that most of us have been trained to work, which is buckle down and work eight hours. Right. And stay in that position. Right. And don't move. And can I, and I would like to, to like add on to that. Cause I think we're like, like yin and yang today. Um, I have impulse control problems and I cannot use the timer on my phone. Why? Because when I see the timer on my phone, I get lost in text hell. Cause there's like 12 texts on there, you know, and all these things that distract me. So I do the same thing, but I'm going to just show you him. I have one and everywhere I go. <laughs> It's one of these stupid little kitchen egg timers that goes up. Yeah, that's smart. Exactly to 50 minutes. The only thing that's horrible about it, like, I don't know if I can get them to squawk, but it's like, ah, like when it goes off, I, I kind of jump out of my skin. But for those of you who are not able to stay off your phone, you know, like when right. I see it and I see it, it's my kids, it's my dad, my sister's having surgery today. And when you have a big family, Carrie, there's always a drama There's Mm. always an emergency. You know, it's not like I only have two texts coming in during a typical radio show. I might get 15 or 16. Right. Two of them are probably pretty important, but Mm -hmm. I can get sucked in. And then there goes a half an hour before I know it. That's why I just shut my phone off. I know my kids are fine. They're in school. And I put my little egg timer on as silly as it sounds. And that's why I bought a cute one. Yes. Um, (laughs) It's a penguin. It's cute. Yeah. It's a cute little penguin, but it, it, I'm putting up roadblocks for my own time wasters. Right. Which is great. And so um, with that being said, know yourself, you know, you really know yourself, you know, what works for you, you know, what doesn't work for you. And so, you know, inviting our friends to give themselves permission to do the same and then think outside the box. Like if the, if you're going to get sucked into your text messages, then get an egg timer. Right. Right. Yeah, work around it. Or for me, I do a lot of tech. 
and I know this sounds silly and my kids think I'm insane. I, I do programming jobs. I do all sorts of editing, you know, for digital media. And I have three workstations in my house. Now, are they all like the sound studio I'm in now? No, but mm-hmm. I have a little portable workstation set up with an old, like I have an old laptop up there by my bedroom and I look out my window and because I can't, my job doesn't switch. You know, like I can't go out and do the laundry. I can't go out and do a job. I have to finish these things. But when I'm ready to take a break, Carrie, I will go and put my laptop up at the kitchen. I'll walk upstairs in my bedroom. I'll change location. Even though I'm still staring at a screen, I'm still doing the same old junk. It's a different smell, a different environment. My bedroom upstairs has wonderful light and there's a breeze. Now where you see me right now, we call it the bat cave. Like (laughs) there is no light anywhere. So if you can't go and do a different task, see if you can take that same task somewhere else. Because not all of us have that flexibility. Right. And we call that the pattern interrupt. Right. So that's a disruption or an interruption to the normal pattern. So if you're down in your sound back cave, you know, for so long, even taking your, taking your computer and going and working from the kitchen counter for a little while, you just did a pattern interrupt, which then triggers a different focus level. It gives, you know, it, it moves, it, it shifts where you're, uh, how you're using your brain. It shifts it in a different way. So pattern interrupts are, um, they're, highly, highly, um, beneficial, right. And it changing your environment is one of the best ones. So I actually, um, I actually used to have like an eating disorder. The whole reason I have the company I have today is because I had an eating disorder. I was 45 to 50 pounds overweight. I had low self-esteem. I didn't believe in myself. Like it was a really hard point in my life. It was about 20 years ago, over 20 years ago. I've been in this business 20 years. So it was over 20 years ago, but the healing of that actually was what birthed this business. But um, the reason why I'm sharing this is, is because I would find myself diving into my vice, which for me was food for some people. For me, it was mindless eating. For some people, it might be mindless drinking or social media or overworking or shopping online or whatever it is, right? The way that we escape, check out or numb out. And, um, And what I would do is when I would find myself, my stress would get high. I'd get all my comfort foods. I start to binge. And so which does work by the way, from one ED girl to another, it, it does calm you down. It does relax you when I would get a new, it's a drug. The first thing I would do new client, I'd be working so hard, like crazy hours, addictive hours to get a new client. I get a new sponsor on my radio show. First thing I would do, Carrie, get up from my desk and open the fridge. Mm -hmm. What can I stuff myself with to calm myself down? Mm -hmm. And the the damaging part of it is it does work temporarily Mm -hmm. and you need to eat. So you can't say, no, I'm, I'm swearing off all food, but I love what you're talking about because one goes hand in hand with the other. Mm -hmm, Right. And so one of the ways that I was able to break the pattern is I would change my environment. It's like create the pattern interrupt. Being here right now in this moment doesn't work. So let's do something different, right? And so that's where I really learned that whole concept of shift, immediately shift where you're at or what you're doing or something. But environment was the number one way I would get out of the pattern. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. let's talk about like for, for those of us who are listening that may not know what a pattern interrupt is, you know, like, like I hear those words, I know what they mean. And I want to share with the audience, a pattern interrupt is like when you're listening to like something recorded on a CD or a disc, or you're watching it on TV and, and, and all of a sudden it glitches or it freezes or it stops. And you're like, Oh, and then the next time you hear that song or you see that show on TV, especially that same episode, and you don't know what happened because the internet dropped out and you don't see the end of it, that'll anchor in you and it'll cause this interrupt, which means when you watch that again or you do that next pattern, you're now forever changed. Like the glitch on an old fashioned CD, when it glitches, when you hear that song, you know, streaming, you'll, you'll be like oh, waiting for that glitch. And that's what you're doing. You're kind of glitching out. You're making a scratch in the groove. You're, you're interrupting whatever your pattern was of behavior. Right. Perfect. And uh, so let's go back a little further than CDs. Let's go to vinyl. (laughs) Right. So think about it's a record and the needles on the record and it's going round and round and round and it's going on those same grooves. And we know when it goes on that same groove, it's going to play that same song. And so um, if those grooves aren't working for you, you're going to want to change the grooves and the pattern interrupt. Yep. Scratch it and give yourself, give yourself a fresh vinyl to work with and a fresh canvas to paint on. Right. So that you can create a different result because yesterday thoughts, yesterday actions, yesterday habits create yesterday results. And so it's really about like for our friends listening, this is really important because I know they want to write that book. I know they want to hit that deadline. I know they want to get that business off the ground. And so um, just realizing what was demanded of you to get to where you are today is going to be totally different than what's demanded of you to get to where you want to be tomorrow. Right. And so, so if you're up for it, then just go for it. Right. And get the right strategies in the right order, get the right people around you so that you can make that jump. Yep. And that's going to be really, really important for our friends. I think. I think so. You know, and you said something, you know, really important that, you know, I hold really near and dear. And it happened when my kids were, you know, yours are are twins. So they're the same, but I had Irish twins. So, you know, they were really close in age. And I remember one night that I was up watching the Lego Ninjago movie. (laughs) Like just this gives you an idea of when this was. And I'm sitting there, one of my kids had an earache, the other one's sleeping, you know, I'm kind of holding them one in each arm. And um, this little character comes out on the screen. His name was um, Sensei Wu. You know, he's like this little Lego figurine and he bounces out and he says, oh, my son. And, and he says, what can you do today to get you to where you want to be? And here I am, like, it's like two o'clock in the morning. You know, I'm so tired. And I'm like, oh, Sensei Wu is talking to me. Like, this is for me. This is for me. And I will tell you, this is the original post-it. I I love it. it. Look at it. It's all crinkly and, you know, it's got hair on it and tape to it. Like I leaned over and all I could do was get this yellow post-it by my bed and I had like a sharpie and I'm writing it you know with one baby in one arm and one in the other like what can I do today to get me to where I want to be and that was so profound for me because it doesn't matter what I did yesterday Mm -hmm. what can I do today to get me to where I want to be well if I do the same thing I did yesterday I'm gonna end up right in the same place right exactly 
Exactly. Which, you know, if that's what you want, then wonderful. But the beautiful thing is that we're given this thing called choice. Yeah. <laughs> right. As humans, we are gifted with the power of choice. And so it's just really getting clear on what is the big why? What is it that I really want? Why do I want it? Why do I want it? You know, and, and owning that shamelessly, if you want to own it because you want to fit back into those genes, or if you want to own it because you want to be a good role model to your kids. I mean, there is no right or wrong. Want it. Why there's, there is no right or wrong. Why it's just got to be important enough to you, you know, right. whatever that is. Right. Cause that's your rocket fuel. Right. You know, without the rocket fuel, you know, you can't get off the launch pad. And when you're, when you're trying something new, like, you know, I want to go back to something you said earlier in today's episode. We have a few minutes to cover this. You talked about time management and energy management, but mm-hmm. I want to throw in that I, I believe there's a third one, you know, this is part of my like post-cancer epiphany, mm-hmm. um, is there's also like emotional management, you only have so much emotional energy in the day and you can have physical energy and you can have emotional energy. And sometimes they cross over, mm-hmm. but sometimes they don't. And one of the things that I did during my 12 month stint, you know, at the cancer Institute was each morning I wrote my morning pages, you know, Elizabeth Cameron, you know, had this program in the seventies, like it's been around forever, but it's really simple. I would sit down and I would write three pages in a journal and some of them carry were so phenomenally stupid. Like, I'm like, okay, today I'm getting my infusion and it's blue skies again. Cause it's Southern California and that's all it does here. Like, you know, but then like something weird, like snapped on about, you know, like two or three days into my morning journal session. Mm-hmm. And I would literally take, I have one of those old fashioned sand timers with 15 minutes on it. And I would flip it over and I'd be like 15 minutes. That's all you got kid. Let it roll. Mm-hmm. And this morning I had extra time. I journaled for an hour and a half. And mm-hmm. when I was journaling, I keep my day planner next to me. I keep my to-do list. I keep you and I are exactly the same. I'm cracking up. Right. And, but I would get ideas. Like as soon as I journaled off, like how mad I was that they moved my kids prom and messed up our travel present, you know, I had all this like stuff in there and I had no idea I was carrying it till I put it out on paper. And I'm like, I'm so glad the girls soccer team lost because they messed up my travel plans and had really uncharitable, awful things for a mom to write. But it's just about offloading. And then once I offloaded that um, emotional weight, that's why I'm like, you know, we only have so much emotional bandwidth too. All of a sudden I felt energy returning. And I'm like, even though I burned up like a couple hours in time Mm -hmm. doing this insane, crazy, like lunatic journaling, all of a sudden I had all this clarity on my work. And I like, I sat down and I finished like four hours worth of work. I pounded it out in an hour. Cause That's I awesome. was so clear. I knew what yeah. I needed to do. And it wasn't all mucked up by the minutia of, you know, like, you know, the, the, the kid that's suing my other kid because he says he hit him with his car. And, you know, we've got all these pressures on us, especially as moms. Mm-hmm. And when you have multiple kids, you have multiple pressures. And like my sister had a very tragic 
surgery today. She came out okay after 17 hours. But so today I sat down and I wrote, like, I'm so worried about her. You know, she's not my favorite sister, but, you know, I still love her. Hopefully she's not listening to this episode. <laughs> no, she should get it. I mean, my point That's is really I say that awful things because you can put the awful thing yeah. in the journal. And sometimes you write them, like writing the thing, like she's not my favorite sister, but, but it made me laugh and it took right. away the fear. It took away the thing. And if anybody reads my journal, you know, good luck to you. You know, you're violating my privacy. You get what you get, but thoughts are also transient. So what we think today is not the same as tomorrow. And when we're moms, when we're company owners, when we're in the media, which we are mm -hmm. so careful about what we say, it's very freeing to write in a journal and then right, like, yeah. rip it up and throw it out after. Right. And, um, and so I'm a cranial sacral practitioner, which is trauma resolution work. And, uh, and so when we, when we keep it inside restrictions occur. Right. And the restrictions can show up as migraines, stress, um, excess weight, high blood pressure. I mean, there's gut issues. There's so many ways that that the restrictions can occur. And so that is that's one reason it's so good to know what works for you. Like movement works for you. Movement works for me to move it out. Right. It and um, and when we don't then all of a sudden, you know, we have all these gut issues or we're getting horrible migraines and we never had them before and we don't know why. And, and it's like, okay, well, was anything happening before the migraine started or what, you know, what is the pattern? What was happening in your life besides all of a sudden you got, you started getting horrible migraines, right? And, it and it's connecting simple. the dots. I was single because I had that. I was single and then I got married. And I had terrible migraines for 10 years. And then when I got divorced, guess what? No went away. migraines. Yeah. You know, so, you know, and I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm saying probably no. my way of dealing with it. Right. The problems that we had was my fault. But, you know, to be able to try these things, and I love these things, Carrie, because they're free. Mm -hmm. everybody can have a pen and paper like if you're Moses use a tablet you know scratch yeah. up, you know draw on a cave wall you know write on the beach yeah. and have it wash away but yeah. the things that we're talking about you know like drawing the pie your time energy pie the 24-hour the pie chart anybody yeah. can do that anybody yeah. can take a walk you don't need any special equipment. You don't need, I mean, maybe if you, you know, if you're paraplegic, you might, but most of us don't need any special equipment to take a walk. Right, right. Yeah, there's so much that we can do. It's just, again, it's, um, you know, like what we were talking about at the beginning of this episode, it's about what are you loyal to? Mm -hmm. Are you loyal to staying in the old story? Are you loyal to staying in the pattern that's not working for you? Or are you loyal to staying in, in are you loyal to being right? Being right, looking good, or playing safe. How about this right. one? Are you loyal to being that, I don't have any time, mom. I'm so stressed out. I'm so busy. That whole narrative. You know, you can watch the, right. the mom who's, who's created this whole narrative around herself. You know why? Because it works for her. People do things for her. Not to say that there's not times when people are truly in crisis. But sure. when you see these repeat, you know, like I call them like little like Tasmanian devil moms. Uh -huh. They blow in, they're all crazy, their hair's every this which way, and they're like, I'm so busy, I've been up since four, and blah, 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 and they have spent more time telling me how busy they are when they could have gotten the whole flipping thing done. Right, and so then it's like um, that, that mom probably doesn't have a strong why that she's hooked into. Yep. Like, why, why would I want to shift this way of being? 
you know, why, what's in it, what's beyond the narrative. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, reward, like when you talk about loyalty, Mm -hmm. I think of loyalty rewards programs. Like if you're loyal to, you know, kind of Tasmanian devil mom, what's the reward? Like you've got to get some reward out of it. Well, you, so, so after working with thousands and thousands of women, so what I have seen over and over, and I'm sure that there's other ones as well, but the three I see the most are you get to look good, you get to be right, or you get to stay safe. Right. And so, and that could be really like, you might say, what are you talking about? Why would I, why would I want to stay in a chaotic energy? Why would I choose that? Well, probably because you get to stay safe. You don't stretch yourself. I mean, it could be any one of the three or something else. But for example, if you don't have to stretch and grow, this might be more comfortable than really buckling down and doing the deep work, right? You stay safe. And so and maybe it's maybe it's to look good. Oh, well, if I come in all chaotic and I'm so busy, I look like I'm doing so much for my family. I get to look good, right? And so um, so what so what we say is once you once you start to determine why you're really doing this, then the next thing you want to ask yourself, and this is a really important question. The next thing you want to ask yourself is what is it costing me in my life? And really getting down and looking at the details, not just some umbrella statement of, Oh, it's costing me my health. Well, what about your health? Well, actually it's costing me. I have a scary diagnosis. I'm now on medications and because of it, I can't travel. So I'm missing out on helping raise my grandkids. I probably won't get to do that round the trip rule that I've wanted to do since I was 15, like really getting down to the details of what is this really costing me? And if somebody doesn't really get what it's truly costing them, it'll be easier to stay in the narrative. Right. It's like the opportunity cost, you know, what's the cost of me doing this? What's, what am I losing? Like, you know, I think one of the big epiphanies that I had over COVID, you know, doing, I had to do twice as much digital production than I did before because to keep up with demand yeah. and people who wanted one episode a week now wanted two. And mm-hmm. I looked at the, the cost of saying yes because the cost mm-hmm. of saying yes means saying no to something else. So when I say yes to a project, when I say yes to a behavior, when I say yes to a statement, you know, cause you got to listen to what comes out of your mouth because you know, you're, you're creating your reality there in a lot of respects. So when I say yes to something, it's really important that you look at what you're saying no to. Mm. And when you say no, because we can say no to keep ourselves safe, right? To keep ourselves in our place. What are we losing out to saying yes? And this is, of course, you know, no versus yes is a you know whole episode in itself. But right. what's the opportunity cost for no? And what's the opportunity cost for yes? Because there's always one. Right. And that's a, that's a great point to make. And, um, and so uh, something that can help with that is giving yourself a little rule. Okay. I'm not going to make any, I'm not going to make any decisions right away. I'm going to give myself permission to have, whether it's 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever to weigh it out before I ever give. And before I make a big commitment to maybe a new project or accepting an invitation or whatever that is um, so that it takes the pressure off of needing to know the answer right in that moment. Right. And give yourself some breathing room to really think it out. 
Well, it kind of disables that automatic switch of like, oh, I'm going to say yes to this project that I have no time for. That's going to really annoy me because I don't like the moms I work with. And I'm going to invest this time, but I'm going to say yes, because that's what's expected to me. That's the mm-hmm. look good, be good kind of aspect that, you know, and we get this, especially as moms with every single fundraiser under the sun. Can you do this? Can you do that? I don't ever say no to those. I just answer with what I can do. So mm-hmm. Mary, if you came to me and said, you know, Sandra, you know, we'd like you to volunteer. We'd like you to man this booth. I'd, I'd look at it and look at my schedule and say, well, what I can do is provide the cups for that day. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't say no. I don't right. get, you know, I don't get in the no sometimes can create conflict, especially in, you know, groups of people who assume you should say yes. And I don't really want to be that mom. That's the hill I'm going to die on. So <laughs> I don't even answer yes or no. I just get right to the point of what I can do. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot great. of times it's like, if they say, can you man the booth or can you do this? I'm like, well, you know what I can do? I can write you a check for $25 and I'll put it in the mail today and you put it to whatever you need. Mm -hmm. Wow, man, that's like, they're like, wow, you just gave me 20 bucks or 15 bucks, whatever it is, but you avoid that whole, and this is where we talk about that energy management for Mm -hmm. your emotions. I don't Mm -hmm. want to deal with your emotions or my emotions. I don't want to feel bad. You don't want to feel bad. You Mm -hmm. want to feel bad asking me. I'm a single mom. Like it just doesn't work on any level. So I just fire back with what I can do. That's Mm -hmm. like one of my little trick secrets, but we are at the top of the hour. So Carrie, I want you to talk about, you've got a women's transformation summit coming up. Tell me about that. Oh my goodness. We're so excited. We have some of the best experts. Really, I say that some of the best experts on the planet for personal development, health and wellness, and really creating life by design. We have some extraordinary um, business coaches that are going to be on there talking about clarity and purpose and how to make it happen. So it's the Women's Total Transformation Summit. It's free. And uh, and um, you, I'm sure you can put the link in the notes of this this uh, episode but it's sure. women's and that's plural so w-o-m-e-n-s hyphen transformation hyphen summit.com and go go grab your spot ladies while it's free if you're a gentleman listening to this make sure your mom your cousins all your girlfriends your friends who are girls make sure they know to come join us and we're really focused for five days we've linked arms to really stand for women to transform their lives and we're doing um the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual on the first four days so that we can set a really help set a really strong foundation with the self. And then day five, now that they have clarity, they have tools around who they are, who they want to be. Day five, we go into creating your life by design. And I'm lit up. I'm so excited. We have like JJ Virgin, Marcy Shimhoff. We have Janet Atwood, Ariel Ford, Suzanne Evans, Allison Maslin. I mean, just extraordinary Dr. Alan Christensen, extraordinary speakers that have donated their time. So now tell me what this looks like. Is this, I see that the early bird special ends in 10 days, but what does this look like? Is this four hours a day? Is this an hour a day for 10 days? Like, what does it look like? 
Great question. So what's going to happen is you just go ahead and uh, you just go ahead and register. And um, and then what's going to happen is every morning you're going to get an email with the email that you gave us. And so make sure we're not in spam. And four talks will be open per day. So day one is physical health. Day two is mental. Day three is emotional. Day four is spiritual. And day five is life by design. And so on in the morning, all four talks for that day will open up. And you can listen to all four of them. You can listen to one of them. You can look at the topics, the descriptions. You can see which ones resonate with you. It's really up to you. And then the, and then those close down when the next day's talks open up. And then the next day is open for 24 hours. And it's like that. So let me just ask you, I, I just signed up, you know, because I'm like, this sounds really cool. Like what's what's to lose? Like if I can't yeah. check in that day, like, you know, but if I'm available, it's right there in my inbox. So I think yeah, you have nothing to lose for sure. Nothing to lose. But can you um, can, can we purchase the whole thing after like so we can watch it all in one fell swoop? Yeah. So you do get an up. So it's free, but if you want to have lifetime access, you can definitely go ahead and purchase. And there's an early bird special happening. Um, so you can definitely go ahead and purchase. And when you purchase and it's, it's a minimal fee, it's less than you would spend going out to lunch or dinner, right? It's really nominal, but, um, you also get bonuses. So there's bonuses that you are going to get with that. There's like a, um, there's a premium package and then there's a premium plus. And so premium plus, I mean, you're going to get thousands of dollars worth of bonuses, gifts from the speakers. Um, you get a, uh, a $50 coupon code into the Soul Snack Shop, which has a detox and an amazing protein powder and, and uh, protein bars. It's our brand, Soul Snacks. And um, there's just so much that comes with it. And with the v, with the premium plus, you also get a ticket to the Believe event. This is really important. So I'm glad I didn't. And forget to say this, the Believe event is happening in July and it's going to be online this year. It's our sixth annual and that ticket is usually about $700 US dollars. And you're going to get a ticket to that as my personal guest when you do the premium plus package. And we have had hundreds of women come to the Believe event. And I mean, I've had women who say it was like life before Believe and life after Believe, like Everything shifted and opened up and changed for them, how they thought about themselves, how they thought about their life, what they thought was possible for them. And so um, I do highly encourage, and I'd be very honored to have our friends here do the premium plus package, come as my guest to the Believe event. You can do it from the comfort of your own home this year only. So do it this year and, uh, and don't miss that opportunity. I'm really excited to support everybody. Terrific. Terrific. You guys, you need to check this out. It's women's plural transformation summit.com. You're not going to want to miss this. I just registered. Why not? Like awesome. you, nothing to lose everything to gain. This is really vital, important information. I want everybody to know that Carrie Tepidino did not pay anything to be on my show today. We reached out to each other. I don't remember who contacted who, but we got together. We came together to provide this information for you today, but please check it out. Carrie, Tepidino and go to the women's transformation summit.com. We'll be and back. Those have hyphens, women's hyphen transformation hyphen summit.com. Yep, it's a mouthful. Okay, we'll get there and we'll put it in the show notes. So we'll be back again next week. 
On behalf of Sandra Beck, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort so you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, tricks, and techniques on Coach.